Super Talk Mississippi media production. Well, pre record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Hey, we're glad you're with us this afternoon. Welcome to another edition of the Eagle Hour. Bob Getty and Luke Johnson. We're in the First Bank Studios in Laurel and Hattiesburg. And what a show today. Basketball coach Jay Ladner is about to join us. Famed actor Gary Grubbs on the show today, along with Kelly Sanders. So we're looking forward to the next hour. Opening segment sponsored by Dickie's Barbecue Pit. Proud supporters of the Eagle Hour and the guys to call when you get ready to tailgate this fall. Let Dickies cater your tailgate, and we're sure you'll be happy. All right, one of our favorite people starts the show out today, Southern Miss basketball coach Jay Ladner. We love having a Coach on the show. Coach, uh, schedule comes out earlier this week. We were all looking at it and talking about it on the Eagle Hour. Good, really non-conference slate, but boy, they kind of stick it to you right out of the gate when it comes to playing conferences uh, with Western Kentucky. Your thoughts, Coach? Well, I'll, I'll start with the, the non-conference part of it. You know, you go back, Southern Miss has a great athletic tradition, and, but I, and I thought whoever came up with the logo or slogan, I should say, years back about any, anybody, anytime, anywhere, it was a uh, uh, it kind of bespoke to the what Southern Miss is all about and our 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 tradition and and our way of going about things and and our, I think our schedule says that it, it's uh, one of the things we we took over two years ago was to try to get back playing more regional type games that would resonate with our fan base and you're beginning to see I think some of the results of that of course you're seeing South Alabama uh, which which of course, I think what happened during Coach Saddle were a continuation of that series. You're going to see Louisiana, long-time uh, opponent, Louisiana Lafayette, who's going to be one of the better teams in Sun Belt coming back on the schedule. Of course, Louisiana Monroe is going to come here. Uh, we all, Only because of Tulane having a um, – uh, we've started a series with them, but only because they're taking it. They, they were committed to a foreign trip to China is the only reason we'll have a one-year hiatus, and that's that right, that series and rivalry that'll come back on actually next year. So you're beginning to see uh, those type of games. Of course, we're doing everything that we can to to get Ole Miss and Mississippi State on the schedule. Of course, it takes two to tango, as y'all know. But and and, and as well as some of our in-state swag schools, we'll be you know more than than uh, happy and willing to play Jackson State, Alcorn State, because I think that those type games mean a lot to our fan base, particularly in the non-conference, and they're competitive and they're going to prepare us for league play. Um, of course, those are a couple of highlights. We Early on, right out of the gates, of course, we open up with William Carey. That's a that's a, a locally a, a, an important game. William Carey's beaten us a couple of times over the last 10 years. And, and of course, then Louisiana Lafayette, that'll be a high, high-profile game right out of the gate. So we'll, we'll, of course, need to be ready for that one and then go to TCU uh, in the Big 12, which will be a, a great challenge. So it, it, it's a very competitive non-conference schedule. It's got, a, a, again, a lot of teams, I think, that resonate with a fan base. Uh, I'm excited about that. It should help draw people into Reed Green Coliseum. So we've got a, we got a really, really strong, I think, home conference 
or home non-conference, I'm sorry, schedule, uh, get a chance to go to Montana. I, I don't know. I had to. I knew Montana was out west. Maybe I'm not the best at geography, <laughs> Bob. But I didn't realize that it bordered. My, until I looked at the map, it borders Canada. Right. You know, and uh, we, so we we get a chance to play in a, a very competitive tournament there um, over over the Thanksgiving break and play three games. And you know that's that's also part of that. You know, I, I told our guys uh, earlier in the week we were talking about the schedule. And I said, guys, you know. Being an athlete, you, you, you're, you're, we're, we're all truly blessed, and we get a chance to go places and do things that, that maybe the average student at Southern Miss doesn't get to do. I mean, take advantage of these things. And, you know, I've wow. never been to Montana, and because wow. I'm, I'm going to have an opportunity to go to Montana on uh, Thanksgiving, we'll play three three games. I mean, that's that's uh, something that, you know, of course, we'll live have the rest of our life and be able to have those memories, you know. And so I, I, and we want our players to always be – appreciative and, and humble and thankful for the opportunities they have. And I think by doing that, of course, I think it, it, it helped. Not only does it, it help them be better people, but it helps, it, it helps them be better players because uh, their, their attitudes are different. But anyway, that, that's, I'm getting a little philosophical there. Um, transition over, Bob, to the, of course, the league schedule. They, you know, uh, uh, the league of, it's, it's sometimes, uh, Frustrating, I think dealing dealing with our league, we'll get multiple schedules, and then that schedule's pulled back, and don't release that. You get another schedule, and you know, and a lot of times in scheduling, of course, we have. I want our fan base, and they probably do know we have absolutely zero control over our conference schedule, and preferably, especially in a team that's been in a rebuilding mode. And of course, I'm excited about the challenge. But you would prefer to, you know, maybe have a little bit of a mixture of, of, uh, uh, of teams maybe that projected a little lower as compared to a little higher. But we, we go right to the top, and that, that's okay. We're going to welcome it with open arms because we don't have any control over it. But, of course, we open up with Western Kentucky and, uh, you know, didn't, didn't play Western last year at all uh, due to the, to the way they did the schedule last year. But they come so, you know, we'll need to be ready to go. So we're going to need these non-conference, non-conference games to help prepare us for league play, but you know the other side of it. Hey, you, you get a chance to 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 maybe play one of the top teams in the league and kind of see where we are as a right. as a program. Right. And um, I'm I'm excited about that. Luke, get in here with Coach. Coach, uh, really the biggest uh, to me. You get back to the uh, Thursday, Saturday. You get to play different teams. I know last year was kind of unique. Um, you know, comment about that, but there really are two two uh, pretty tough stretches: January sixth, eighth, and thirteenth. Three road games in a row, and then it repeats in February, the third, the fifth, and the tenth. FIU, FIU, UAB. So three uh, three tough road slates for the Golden Eagles, or two. I <laughs> and say. I, you know, it, if you were to, of course, you know, we, we welcome it with open arms. I, I want to make sure that people understand that. But I do think that we may be the only team in the league that has two, three consecutive road games twice. During the during the conference schedule, so you know, but it, hey, and, and until I, 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 here's my my thing. I take it as a challenge to us. We need to improve the stature of our program. I take that's my responsibility, and and maybe of course that wouldn't happen to another school in our league, and uh, if that makes sense, what I'm trying to say. So I, I, I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna take it as fuel for the fire to to continue. Uh, the motivation that we may need that this wouldn't happen to anybody else. It didn't happen to anybody else, but of course, it's okay to do that to Southern Miss. We need to change that attitude that, that we're just some right. kind of whipping boy. 
and uh, I, I take right. that, uh, the hair on the back of my neck standing up. You know, I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> we're ready to fight for you know for for our our program and so forth. But that that uh, that those are going to be tough stretches, uh, of course. And um, but you know, and again, we're going to play. We're going to play with the schedule they put out. We have no control over. They're going to put it out there. Let's go. And uh, I, I'm excited about. It. I just, in fact, I, we just got done with our practice for today. I, and you know, I, I'll, I'll, I'm excited where our team is. I'm excited where our team's heading. And um, uh, I, I think that that we've got an opportunity to surprise some people. I really do. And um, I'll leave it at that. I'm not one to make bold predictions or be boastful in any way. But uh, other than to say, I like our team. I like our attitude of our team. I like our. I like our skill set. I, I like the, the the additions we made in the off season, and um, they they have a great chemistry together so far. And um, I'm, I'm excited about uh, whoever they put on the schedule. That's hey, that's fine. We we don't have any control of it. So we might as well go play it, and that's and that's what we're going to do too. I promise you, we're going to show up. All right, Coach, about 90 seconds left. We were talking earlier this week about the the incredible atmosphere that existed uh, at Reed Green when you were playing. Uh, we, How important is it to get that back? And you get that back by oh, people man. coming and showing up at the ballgames. Well, uh, there's a couple of things to that. Of course, uh, they, the, the school asked me to speak to our incoming freshman class. They had a they had a end of their freshman orientation uh, just a couple of weeks ago, and, and that's what we talked to them about and, and tried to – tried to, to motivate them and have us a mini pep rally. And they, it was amazing how engaged they were and how exciting it was. But just those freshmen in there, you know, was it, so you got about a – Coliseum was about half full and uh, how loud it was. And it, it just really resonated with me back to that time. And uh, it means a lot. The, the sport that has the most impact your, on your home court or your home court advantage, your home field, is, is, is basketball. And it's because of the proximity of the fans to the court. And, and you can literally feel that emotion. And so it's critical for us. And, of course, let's talk about Western Kentucky. We go to Western Kentucky to play. You know, there's 16,000 people there every night. And, you know, the student section. And, the, and, it, and there, there's a, it gives them an advantage that we have to have. But what we can do all the promotions in the world. Here's where it falls on my back. And this is the responsibility I take very seriously. We've got to put a good product on the field. They've proven, uh, the, the Southern Miss fan base has proven that they will follow basketball if we're successful. Right. They're, they'll follow baseball. Look at our fan base in baseball. We win, they're there. When our football teams win, they're there. When our, when our, when our basketball team wins, that's my responsibility. So we can do all the promoting in the world, and I do it. I love speaking to groups and events, but I can tell you this, the best public relations we can do is put a good product on the floor, and I know that our fan base will respond once we do that. And that's 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 what I that's what we have to do. And if we do that, the the the, the crowd energy and so forth will follow. So we got to have some pioneers, and we got to just kind of break through here and get Southern Miss basketball going again. All right, Coach. Thanks for your time. You're always welcome on the Eagle Hour. We appreciate well, you coming. I appreciate on. y'all. Y'all keep up the great work, and thank y'all for the cup. All right, Jay Ladner, everybody. We'll be right back. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. And we're glad you are. Welcome back to the Eagle Hour. I want to thank Jay Ladner, basketball coach at Southern Miss, for joining us. Uh, Gary Grubbs, the famed actor in the third segment of the show today. Right now, Kelly Center coming up. 
want to remind you about Campus Bookmart and CampusBookmart.net. That's the place to go to get your Southern Miss apparel. Get ready for football with some new football swag. They've got plenty of it at Campus Bookmart and CampusBookmart.net. Kelly Center, Conference USA football officially uh, underway. Well, actually last week, but UAB put on a show last night. There's some more conference uh, games tonight. Football's here, Kelly Center. Indeed so. UAB was a 16-and-a-half point pick against Jacksonville State last night. That's not Jacksonville, Florida, but Jacksonville, Alabama, the team that notoriously upset Ole Miss about 10 years ago, if you remember. Maybe it was longer than that. But uh, UAB defeated Jacksonville State, shut them out. Uh, was it 30 to nothing? Yeah, Something like that? That's right, yeah. Uh, was the final score, and again, a 16-and-a-half point pick. UAB looked very strong, particularly in the second half. And, you know, I, I really wasn't necessarily believing all the hype on UAB. And, again, Jacksonville State is, is not going to make the playoffs this year. But, nonetheless, UAB, I thought, Luke, looked really good in the second half in particular. Yeah, I mean, in the in the first half, uh, it was it was ten to nothing at halftime, and and they really didn't get much going. And then what happened was they started running the football, and they started setting up play action pass. And whenever they were able to do that, they just really burned um, burned uh, Jacksonville State. Tyler Johnson, the third coast quarterback, played last year against the Eagles. He was seventeen to twenty one for three hundred and twenty yards. Two touchdowns, Jermaine Brown Jr. And of course, some Southern Miss fans saw a, a Brown last night and said, "Is that the same Brown that's been at UAB? Different guy." This is Jermaine Brown Jr. Fourteen rushes for seventy-eight yards and uh, and a touchdown. And so UAB, yeah, once they uh, kind of got the the uh, play the play action pass uh, off the running game, it was uh, it was all she wrote. Five hundred and eighteen yards last night, uh, total yards for the Blazers. And the Blazers are projected to finish first. In the Conference USA Western Division, uh, and we've talked about how all these polls a lot of the time for just for entertainment, but UAB projected to finish first at Texas San Antonio, projected to finish second, Louisiana Tech third, and Southern Miss fourth in the Western Division. Of course, we all hope uh, that that won't be the case, but nonetheless, that's what they're saying. Meanwhile, tonight there are two more games in Conference USA where both Conference USA teams find themselves the prohibitive favorites, Florida International is at home giving, I believe, Long Island University. Uh, a, the Sharks. The Sharks. Are, FIU is a 34-point favorite at home, and Western Kentucky, the Hilltoppers, in Bowling Green, they are 16.5-point favorites over the Skyhawks of uh, Tennessee Martin. So two more Conference USA games tonight. And something interesting about that, of course, UT Martin led by Jason Simpson, former Golden Eagle, right? Baseball player, and uh, he's the head coach there, and and I think actually Keon Howard is finishing his career at UT Martin. Um, but of course, Western Kentucky um, they, they should be improved more this year. But Long Island University, I went ahead and threw that out there because I didn't want to put you on the spot. I didn't figure you may have known their mascot, even though you probably know Ethel High School's mascot, um, Utica's. Don't yeah, get, okay, don't, I don't won't even it, go down that yeah, road. Yeah, don't get him started. Okay. The, All right. They're from the LIU is from the Northeast Conference. Uh, they're in the uh, the FCS uh, championship subdivision. So there you go, Florida International though a thirty four point man. So so far, three games have been played in Conference USA. All three Conference USA teams have been favored. Now there is one game, actually a couple of games tomorrow, uh, which will you know feature Conference USA teams. Old Dominion is playing at Wake Forest. 
and the de- the Deacons are 31 point picks in that game. And Duke is scheduled to play Charlotte tomorrow night, and Charlotte, supposedly one of the upstart teams in Conference USA, is a six point underdog in that game. But again, those those games are Friday. Then the rest of the Conference USA schedule on Saturday. Rice will go to Arkansas. Marshall will travel to Navy. Marshall is actually the favorite in that game. Mississippi State is a 23-point pick against Louisiana Tech. Illinois, a five-and-a-half-point pick over UT San Antonio. So we'll see right out of the gate maybe how good the Roadrunners might be. Middle Tennessee is favored over Monmouth by seven-and-a-half points. The Florida Gators, led by Coach Dan Mullen, they're 23-and-a-half-point favorites over FAU. That game will be played at Florida. And Northwestern State, the Demons will travel to Denton to take on North Texas. North Texas of the Conference USA is 17.5-point favorites. And, of course, our beloved Golden Eagles head to Mobile for a game against South Al. That game is essentially a pick right now, uh, depending on which line you look at. South Al you know, might be a one-point favorite, but I think most uh, most places have that game pretty much a pick So it is here, Bob Getty, the season yeah. off and running. And yeah. tonight... Tonight, the Mississippi Association of uh, Community College Conference football games will begin. The schedule is as follows. Hines will be at Cahoma. Colin will travel to Northwest. Northeast will be at Jones in Ellisville. Mississippi Gulf Coast travels to Holmes. East Central is at East Mississippi as East Mississippi gets back on the gridiron after sitting out last season completely. And Mississippi Delta will play at Pearl River. So lots of things, mostly football-related. Yeah, Mississippi Delta, go ahead, Moorhead. That's the uh, that's the, the battle cry up there, Kelly Center. Uh, you mentioned uh, Louisiana Tech and Mississippi State, and forgive me for the kid's name slipping my mind, but the phenomenal running back that played at Presbyterian Christian School last year, I'm sure Luke will come up with it. Marquise Crosby. Right. is not on the roster, according to Caleb Hamill, so it appears that perhaps – he has been redshirted at Louisiana Tech, and that's kind of a surprise to me, guys, the way that kid uh, gobbled up yardage in high school. But again, part of that, part of that, Bob, might be because of the COVID year. You know, a lot of the, a lot of the players, you know, took that extra COVID year and, and want to come back. So rather than burn a year, you know, Louisiana Tech, in planning the future of their program, might have said, you know what, let's just go ahead and put the redshirt on them, get them a little bit bigger and stronger and feed him right and uh, get him in the weight room and so we'll be ready to go next year. I'm just guessing, of course, but there's been a lot of that, you know, a lot of that going on with these players getting that extra COVID year. I think Louisiana Tech will play a little closer game than a 23-point game against Mississippi State. With all due respect to Mississippi State, they were not exactly lights out last year. They went to a bowl game, I believe, with a losing record, if I'm correct about that. I think you're right, um, and and I would have honestly, I would not have thought that UAB would have would have uh, spotted Jackson's uh, Jacksonville State sixteen and a half. I thought it might have been a fourteen point game, something like that. But you know how it goes early in the season. One other game I, I failed to mention, and I don't know how I could because break them up right now. The UTEP Miners one and zero after beating New Mexico State last weekend. They are at home against Bethune Cookman uh, coming up this weekend. So the Miners. Before you, before you even say it, might be two and zero on the year. Uh, and you know, once you what, even what's in, the, the one that's interesting to me is what does it say about UTSA? But what does it say about Nebraska that Illinois is a five only a five point favorite over UTSA? 
Well, you know, we've talked about the, this whole this whole preseason about UTSA has been the sexy pick. I mean, everybody seems to be on the Roadrunner bandwagon, and they're going to have a lot to prove this year because there's a lot of people riding on that bandwagon. Um, so, you know, Illinois, Brent Bielema, the new coach at Illinois who has Big Ten experience after coaching at Wisconsin, he knows what uh, coaching in the Big Ten is like. But I think it's not so much Illinois – Luke, is it might be everybody thinking UTSA is going to be this stud team this year. And I'm just, I'm not buying yet. I mean, again, we haven't even played one down, but I'm not buying that UTS is going to, UTSA is going to be near as good as everybody thinks they are. I'm we'll not see. buying that Southern Miss is going to finish fourth in the West either. The closer no, we get either. to the season, the more I believe that uh, this is going to be a surprising year for Southern Miss fans. And, and especially, Bob, because nobody is talking about them. Right. You know, that, that to me is, that sets up the perfect storm. That's the best time to strike is when you've got that element of surprise uh, that nobody's expecting you to do much. So that, that's the time to do it. Well, I'm ready to see it get started, guys. I know y'all are too. I, this, is as, this is as excited as I've been about an opening uh, game uh, since Todd Munkin was here, in all honesty. Me too. Me too. And, and I like the, the scheduling, the way that it is, where a lot of the games are going to be not far from the Southern Miss campus. I mean, you can go, this game is a, what, 7 o'clock start on Saturday? Right. We're not even leaving until 3. So, I mean, you can get up and do a lot of the things that you need to do, you know, your honeydews or whatever you need to do around the house, and still get to Mobile and get back at a relatively decent hour. So I really like what they're doing with the schedule. And Southern Miss sold over its allotment of 5,000 tickets. And that would lead you to believe, obviously, that, a lot of Southern Miss people are going to be going, and I hope that's a continuing trend. I hope that uh, Southern Miss fans will take to the road when the Eagles take to the road, when at all possible. Now, Senator, can you assure us that you won't be drinking any adult beverages the night of the ball game? Hello, Bob? Are you there? <laughs> you have a phone connections again, aren't you, out there at yeah, the new you, apartment? You, you're, you're breaking up, Bob. Hello? Uh, all right, we'll bring Kelly back later in the show. Gary Grubbs is next on the Eagle Hour, so uh, everybody stick there? around. Are you there? How are you, my Southern Miss to the top. Hey, welcome back. Glad you're listening around the state this afternoon. This segment is sponsored by our good friends at 4th Street Bar and Grill, where you can watch the ball game Saturday night and enjoy the best uh, shrimp poor boy in Hattiesburg. And uh, tomorrow's Catfish Friday. Great catfish. Great catfish. Eight ninety five dollars lunch at 4th Street Bar and Grill. All right, we've been excited about this interview. I'm happy to say that Gary Grubbs, a renowned actor, has been a great friend to Super Talk here. He's my neighbor. I'm happy. I tell everybody that, Gary, by the way. Uh, Gary Grubbs, you've been in 170 movies and TV credits. Now, I know you're a humble man, but that's pretty remarkable. 
Well, when you you don't think about it as you're doing them, and then you uh, all of a sudden you're trying to look up something in your list of a project. Somebody will say, "I saw you on so and so," and I have to look it up and think, "What did I do on that show?" Which you would think you would remember everything, you know. And uh, and then I look at the list, and then they they grade you on this IMDb by the number of times you're on television, by the number of articles that are written by you, by the you know so on and so forth. And I'm amazed at how high I'm up. And about 500,000, I'm up about to the 11,000th spot. So that's pretty high, even several years now after I hadn't been working much. So I'm right. proud of that. Uh, my son-in-law is a big fan of one of your early shows. He's in Birmingham, Alabama, Christopher Heath. And he wanted me to ask you, when he found out you were coming on the show today, about your role in Boston Common when you played a country music singer. <laughs> What's interesting about that is, so I get a call to come over and read uh, for a country music singer. Well, I can't sing. Well, I can a little bit. And I, that's, a, that's another story that I can a little bit. Uh, and I carried a guitar into the room. My trick in L.A. to getting parts was uh, what I did in the room at the audition. And uh, Glenda taught me a couple of uh, strums, you know, and then I barreled out a couple of words. And then, then I did my line, and I got this job. And it was a country singer. It wasn't wasn't a very big part, but it was a fun part. And those two guys who did Boston Commons about three months later were hired to do – not hired. They sold a script called Will and Grace. That's how you got that. So they call me up and say, Gary, uh, we got sort of a similar character, older and rich, but still a country guy on Will and Grace, and we only need you for a couple of days. So I get over there. I said, great, I'm, I'm there. So I get over there, and the guy that's Will's boss uh, is supposed to be really funny, and he can't make it funny. And we've been rehearsing for 10 days. We get ready to shoot it. And the day before we shoot it, they come in and go, okay, we fired that guy. You're taking his place. So I didn't get Will and Grace. I backed into Will and Grace by being there at the right time, and that's how I ended up on Will and Grace. By and it started with Boston Commons. started with Boston Commons. Great story. Great story. All right, Gary, I, I want to get to the reason, too, uh, in addition to uh, your great career that we invited you here. You played football, of course. You've been on the show many times. But you played football from 69 to 71 at Southern Miss. You were a wide receiver. You've got a son named Logan Grubbs who was a roommate with a man named Kane Womack, who's now the head coach at South Alabama. And you were telling me that Kane Womack, because of his friendship with your son, has been in your home many, many times, and you said he's going to be there many, many more. Now, your son is the director of football development for South Alabama and Kane Womack, and these two Southern Miss guys, who uh, you obviously know very well, they're going to be on the sidelines Saturday night trying to defeat your alma mater. (laughs) (laughs) You had to put it like that, didn't you? (laughs) Well, yeah, that's what they're hired to do. So a lot of people have to go back and play their alma mater. And uh, Kane was considered, considered. I think he was right there with Will Hall as the one or two or three people they were going to hire uh, for. And he had been in Indiana. Indiana ended up 10th in the country. He was the defensive coordinator. Now, his dad, Dave Womack, uh, coached at Southern Miss and started, right. the, started the Nasty Bunch. Right. So there's a lot of history there. And uh, so Kane got that head coaching job, and he told Logan, I need you by my side. I need you to help me. Uh, you're, I'm making up a position called director of football. Uh, no, it's not director of football development. It's uh, D- Director of football development. Okay. And uh, so uh, and there's a number of things I want you to do for me. And Logan said, I'm there. So uh, he's down there every day with 
Kane. If Kane's doing a commercial, uh, preparing a speech, all that kind of stuff, Logan's real helpful, and Logan's real helpful in getting selling season tickets and getting people in the seats. So it, they use his personality, and he's, he's just right for that. So the Grub household Saturday night, going to be a little torn here. <laughs> well, we were headed down there, and then we just decided today – that we weren't going you know we're, the covid thing is everywhere and if you're sitting in stands and people's right behind you yelling and screaming and you don't know you who don't they know. are right. you don't know so uh but we'll, we'll we'll be tuned in and we'll be uh uh maybe i'll just let glenda hire for, uh, yell for southern and i'll i'll yell for southern miss and right we'll see what happens a tie would be good yeah they're hard to come by but that'd be right. nice luke uh jump in here with our good friend gary grubbs well, Mr. Gary, Molly and I went to Southern Miss together. I know where Molly's loyalties lie. Class of 05 for both of us. She'll be pulling for the Eagles. So yeah, that's um, right. I know. I know how that'll work. <laughs> no, just uh, can I get you to comment on this? Uh, you were born in Amory, and I mean the the connection with the Hall family in Amory pretty remarkable. Um, you know the fact that Monroe County now leading the Golden Eagles. That's pretty special. I know for you growing up uh, and and from Amory yourself. Yes, absolutely. And uh, I was almost born between Amory. In Calhoun City, my daddy was a highway patrolman, and mother started having, and the and the hospital was in Amory. She started having uh, contractions, and he jumps her in the car to take her to the hospital. But he decides on the way to give a transport truck a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> so I was almost born between Calhoun City and Amory. So, but I've been to Amory many times, uh, working on some charity events and raising money for education for students in Mississippi. So I love going back up there. Great, great stuff. That's that's an absolutely wonderful story. You know, um, b- because you you know you're in Hattiesburg, of course you've you've traveled a lot, and I'm sure it's been a little less uh, these last few years because of because of COVID. But I mean, why did you ultimately choose to to come back and and to uh, and you know to to even though you you work and you travel stuff to to make your home back in Hattiesburg? Well, it it <laughs> all my stories are strange. Uh, <laughs> There was a show coming on called, where is it where everybody goes on an island and they vote each other off? What's the name of that show? Survivor? Survivor. So Glenda tells me about a show called Survivor. And she said, all these people are going to be on an island, and then each week they're going to vote people, and they're out there all by themselves. I said, no, they're not. The cameraman is there. The food truck is there. Their dressing rooms are there. Nobody's going to watch that. There's nothing real about that. She goes, they're calling it reality television. And I said, well, nobody's going to watch it. So it was on like on a Thursday or Friday night, and the next day it had the highest rated show in six years. And I told Glenda, that's a problem. If they're going to watch that, they're going to watch anything. And here comes another reality show and another reality show, and it starts taking over the hour dramas. And we were talking about coming back a few years later, but Logan was going into high school, and it was not a good high school for him to go to. Molly was going to college, wanted to go to Southern Miss. I said, okay, let's load up. So we literally moved to Mississippi about 10 years before we had planned to retire. We were going to come back at about 60. We didn't want to grow old in L.A., but we came back when we were 50. So, uh, so the, And it worked out well because New Orleans started having uh, projects and movies, and I worked a lot there. And I'm a writer, so uh, I just had a project on uh, a Dolly Parton movie on Netflix. And this week we're negotiating. Logan and I have a show called The Search is On. And it's, uh, it's a game show, of all things. 
And so when you pick up your phone and you put in there, why did, and about 10 things drop down. They call autofills, drop downs. Our show is which one was first? Which one did we make up? See what I mean? Yeah. And we got a whole game show based on that, and we're filing negotiations. You ready? In Great Britain. Is that right? Yeah. Is that right? Wow. Yeah. And yet, with all this success, Gary Grubbs, I see you doing your own lawn work every day. (laughs) God bless me. (laughs) Don't don't think I like it. (laughs) I'll tell you, Luke, uh, Gary's a great, a great neighbor. He's, you know, he's just, you're part of the community. You're, you're part of Bent Creek. And, well, that's, uh, why, that's why we came back, you know, to be, yeah. part of the, be part of Hattiesburg. And that's why we chose Hattiesburg. So we're good here. Could you have ever envisioned what you're going to be looking at Saturday night, that your, your son and a kid that grew up in your house is now? Uh, well, the strange thing is, about all this, is Logan didn't play college, uh, high school football. So, <laughs> so it's amazing to hear him talk football now. Because he has learned so much in such a hurry, mm-hmm. and he's really aware of how it all works, and he goes to practice, and he's, you know, and he's uh, he, he's doing the business behind the scenes and the on the field stuff, and taking people out to practice. So he knows a lot more football, but he's always known football for a guy who didn't play. Right. So uh, it was interesting when Kane hired him, but he was happy about it, and we were happy for him. Well, his daddy was a football player. Yeah, I played a little football back in the day. Yeah, yeah, you sure did. Wide receiver for the Golden Eagles and the great P.W. Underwood. Am I right? Yeah, we we were uh, we threw a pass every two or three games. <laughs> <laughs> proper proper preparation prevents poor performance. Right. That is the yeah. uh, P.W. Underwood gospel. Uh, we got Gary Grubbs with us on the Eagle Hour. He has uh, graciously agreed to stick around. We're going to bring Kelly back, and uh, we're going to do our first of the year season football picks because we've got a special show on the uh, – on the air tomorrow and gary will be our first official guest picker uh, for college football 2021 stay with us more with gary grubbs right after this the top fourth segment on this thursday brought to you by dbat and d1 training on hardy street in hattiesburg dbat hattiesburg.com luke johnson bob getty from the first bank studios in hattiesburg and laurel thank you for joining us on the eagle hour today track and field has announced nick gibson as the new head coach of cross country and he will also help john stewart in the track and field team in the uh, the distance he comes over from serving at Northwest Missouri State since 2018. They finished fifth in the D2 uh, cross-country championships last year. So, Nick Gibson, the newest head coach of Southern Miss cross-country. Soccer tomorrow, uh, getting ready to take on Little Rock in Hattiesburg. That is at 4 p.m. Golden Eagles, Lady Eagles looking to improve to 3-2. and two. And then volleyball over in Tuscaloosa taking on Buffalo and Troy tomorrow. And the Alabama Crimson Tide on 
Saturday. Kelly Sander on the phone. Gary Grubbs in the studio with us. And, guys, we're going to start our pick em, uh for this year. Just picking up and down. No spread involved. And uh, we got several games uh, to pick to, so we'll get right to it. Tonight, Long Island University, we told you they were the Sharks. They are at FIU, the Florida International Panthers. That game on ESPN3 at 6 p.m. Gary Grubbs, who you got? I got FIU. I don't know what Long Island is. <laughs> With them on that, yeah. Kelly? I'll take FIU as well. Uh, FIU is going to be a sweep for SIU, FIU. Me too. I got that. All right, Jason Simpson, former Southern Miss baseball player, the head coach at UT Martin there um, in uh, Bowling Green tonight, taking on Western Kentucky. UT Martin at Western Kentucky. Gary? Western Kentucky. Kelly? Me too. Yeah, I don't believe a baseball coach is going to coach a football team very well, a baseball player. So I'm going with Western Kentucky too. No. Jason's a good coach, but Western Kentucky will will get them. All right, we'll move to tomorrow. Duke at Charlotte. This is uh, in Charlotte Stadium at, at Jerry Richardson Stadium, 6 p.m. kickoff on CBS Sports Network. Duke at Charlotte. Gary. Duke by uh, a field goal at the end. Kelly? Yeah, it's, it's not an ACT test. Uh, right. I, I would take Duke for sure, but I think – Charlotte is going to pull an upset tomorrow night. I'll take the Niners. I think Duke would win the debate, and they're going to win the football game, too. I'm going with Kelly. I like Charlotte at home. We'll go with Charlotte. The other game tomorrow night, Old Dominion at Wake Forest at Winston-Salem. Gary. Oh, shoot. Uh, I'm going to say Wake Forest. Yeah, Wake Forest big. I agree with Brother Grubbs. Uh, Yeah, Wake Forest. Thank you, Brother Kelly. (laughs) <laughs> Wake Forest is a 31-point favorite in there. I'm going with them, too. All right, when we get to Saturday, first game on tap, Rice at Arkansas. We'll learn a lot about these teams. Mike Bloomgren in his third year as a head coach of Rice. He does have the youngest McCaffrey brother as his quarterback, Rice at Arkansas. Gary? Uh, Arkansas, if not, they're in trouble for the year. I'll take Kelly? Arkansas, too, but I don't think they're going to cover 20 points. No. Yeah, I think Arkansas wins a, a fairly competitive football game, yes. Yeah, I, I like Arkansas, but Rice is going to show why they should be feared in the West. 2.30 p.m. on Saturday, Marshall at Navy. Mr. Gary. I don't know a thing about Navy, so I'll pick Navy. I mean, uh, Marshall. <laughs> I'm going with thundering, Marshall. Yeah, Thundering Herd on the road. They're, they're, I think they're going to be the strength of the East again. I, I agree. That's, that's a good football team. I like Marshall. I'm going to go Navy at home, but uh, if Marshall will cover if they win. It's only a two-and-a-half-point spread. 3 p.m. in Starkville at Davis Wade, Louisiana Tech at Mississippi State. Mr. Gary. Uh, Bulldogs. Both of them are Bulldogs, aren't they? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Boy, that, that's really that's, a that's a safe. That's a safe prediction there, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, we got, yeah, we're going uh, to let Mississippi State win, win a game or two. This will be one of them. Well, Mississippi State Kelly. better win, or, or you know what? He's going to have one of his rare speeches on uh, on yeah. Sunday. Yeah. No, State, too too much depth at Mississippi State for Louisiana Tech. I'm picking all of us on this one. Middle Tennessee against Monmouth. We'll all take Middle Tennessee in that one. All right, Florida Atlantic <laughs> at Florida. Gary. <laughs> well, you got to go. You got to go Florida there. Right. Kelly? Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, Florida easy. In a blowout. All right, Northwestern State at North Texas. Uh, Gary, who you got? 
Oh, Northwestern State. Is that the Northwestern we know? That's the Demons, yes. That is. Yes. Yeah, we're going with them. Okay, I'm going to oh, I'm wow. going to I'm going to take North Texas, but they're not going to they're not going to cover the spread. I like the Demons myself. Uh, I like the Demons, yeah. I'll go with North Texas. All right, UTSA at Illinois, only a 5-point favorite the Illini or Gary, who you got? Uh Oh, let's go UTSA. I'm going to take Illinois, and I think they will cover five and a half. Really? I would take Illinois and give the point. Well, everybody's praising UTSA. I'm going to stick with them and see if they're as good as everybody says they are. You guys are All right, I'm taking us all – we're all picking UTEP against Bethune-Cookman, so that gets us to the most important. Southern Miss, South Alabama. Gary? Well, y'all all are going to pick – you guys are all going to pick USM, and I have no problem with that, so I'll pick South Alabama. (laughs) Kelly? Uh, apparently, he doesn't want to come on the show anymore. Apparently, he's had enough. <laughs> Southern, Miss, Southern Miss to the top, baby. Yeah, yeah I think so. Eagles. Southern Miss wins a close one in the fourth quarter. All right. That's a picture for you. Thank you, Gary. You're our, you're our first picker. Real quick, Santa, we've got 20 seconds. Gary Grubb's favorite TV or movie for you is? Uh, when he was on Will and Grace. You like that, huh? Yeah. Well, we got the history of that today, so we appreciate that. Gary, thanks as uh, always for coming in. We enjoy having you. I enjoyed it. Have me back. We'll pick again. All right. Until next time, everyone, Southern Miss. To the top. To the top. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.